0: Hey, how's it going? It's been a minute, and that's been my story lately. Unfortunately, I've been busy. Well, not unfortunately. I had things that I had to do. I took a second trip out to Vegas. I'll discuss all that, the fun, the sun, and all that nonsense. But I want to get to the gifts of the show, and the gifts of the show is if something is meant for you, nothing in this entire world can take it away from you the only person who could take something that is meant from you away from you is yourself. You have to allow a blessing to be turned away from yourself. If it's a blessing, it's meant for you. If you worked hard for it, it is meant for you. If you put sweat, blood, and tears into a situation, it is meant for you. And I meant all in, not halfway in, not one toe in the water and the other nine sitting on dry land, you got to be willing to go all the way in for something to be with you. I mean, if that means losing sleep, if that means studying, working harder than anybody else to achieve a goal is meant for you, you're not going to have a beautiful body and never work out unless you were just blessed with the DNA of having it. But even if you have that beautiful body and you eat like a pig, day in and day out you're gonna destroy that so that meant this no longer meant for you you didn't do what was needed to be done to maintain the gifts that you were given and we're gonna get deeper into that later but i just wanted to put that bug in your ear i like to put a bug in your ear each and every time just so that you would have something to think about other than just mundane things that are going on in this earth we have to reflect take a moment each day and think about something that matters something that truly matters deep inside of us so that we don't just become trivial that we don't become like cartoon characters real life is real life there are real things going on in the world and we need to deal with them anthony a.j johnson died at the age of 55 you might know him from movies like Friday and things like that. Now, the mean one of the reasons that I bring up Anthony Johnson is, unfortunately, this brother who has a face that is recognized by a lot of young and middle-aged black people. He passes away, but in his circumstances, he left a situation where a GoFundMe needed to be started. I think that all responsible adults must maintain some form of life insurance. You must be able to leave your kids, your wife, and your loved ones able to take care of you. You're going home. They must be able to take care of your bills. You cannot put them in the arrears. You cannot put them in a position where they are swallowing up debt that they cannot maintain that you built yourself. So you know what? What's the course of fame but to have nothing to bank on? You'd rather have a nine to five than to be known. You can't even go to Walmart. People bother you, but you ain't got two nickels to rub together. It just doesn't make sense. Willie Garson, who was on Sex in the City. You know him, the guy with the fancy clothes and the glasses he hung out with Carrie. He died at the age of 57. Child Star from Old Yellow, and the shaggy dog, Grand, uh, Tommy Kirk, he died at the old age of 89. He got to live a nice long age. Uh, most of us know Old Yellow's the story about the boy and the dog. And the shaggy dog was one of those silly shows that they did in like the 70s or so when they had a, mo- a multitude of these shows about humans and animals. Granville Adams. Who played Sharif Arif on Oz died at the age of 58 and I say rest in peace this is one of my all-time favorite shows uh, uh, 58 is a young age I believe he had cancer I'm glad to see that his suffering has ended I didn't even know he was sick uh, I'm a person who thinks that Oz was one of the greatest shows of all times and he was a main clog in that show So I say rest in peace to him and Mario Van Peeples, actor, director, writer. He died at the age of 89. Uh, He's Mario Van People's father. I got to meet Mario Van People and his whole family one time. Me and my wife were in Vegas. It was very brief. It wasn't like we had any powwow or anything, but he was a very nice young man. He took the time to say hello to us. He kept it moving. We kept it moving. We didn't bother him for autograph, no picture. That's not how we get down over here, but we just said hello. We enjoy your work, and he said he appreciated it, and him and his family went about their business And we went about our business. I like to, from time to time, bring up concealed carry and why I think it's important. Every time that I try to wrap my mind around, don't bring your weapon with you. I had a discussion with a gentleman in Las Vegas. He was actually my server at America Restaurant. And so we got into discussion. I said, something about you says that you're a gun guy. And sure enough, he was a gun guy. He even had videos of himself with his gun, pictures of his gun. I had pictures of some of my guns. So we got to talk and he was like, listen, man. And maybe it was the bug in my ear that I needed. Like I said, some things are meant for you. He said, rest assured, my friend, if you don't need it, you'll never use it. But make sure that you have it with you just in case. Because the world is when haywire. So all those who debate each and every day, should I, shouldn't I? If you have it and you're responsible, you know how to handle yourself with it. You don't put yourself in positions where you're flashing or being an aggressive for no apparent reason. But it's just there as a last ditch effort between you and the grave. Continue to carry it. If it's comfortable, carry. Drive with it, carry. It's not a big deal. Do what you need to do to make sure that you and your family are safe at all times. COVID-19 has went up to 46 million cases in the U.S. 734 million people have died. We have 401 million people now vaccinated. Worldwide, we have to 239 million cases and 4.9 million people have died. This is a lot of people. I cannot wait for this era to be over. I cannot wait so we can look back in the rearview mirror and say this was a time that we made it through, that we did what we were supposed to do to make it through. Now, COVID will come up again because it's going to have some things to do with athletics. But I'll get to that when the end of time. So Merrick, the pharmaceutical company, and Ridgeback Biotherapeutics have come up with a pill. They submitted an application to the FDA for a drug called Minoprivala. And it's supposed to be seen and spread worldwide soon. So for those of you who are scared to take a needle, And this needle does not hurt. It's like a flu shot. It's so skinny, you don't even feel it. And I'm a person who's not into needles. Trust me when I tell you that. But there's a pill. We'll see what the FDA does about this. Now, I did mention that I went to Vegas. I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago about how Vegas wasn't ready have some things improved in the month that it took for me to go back yes some things have improved but some things remain the same the airport i was in a better section southwest airport is much better section of the airport than the jet blue section but southwest is a shitty shitty airline southwest had to cancel over two thousand flights this weekend. i was lucky enough To actually make it home right before they went on this work stoppage. I was able to make it home right before this. And I'm so glad. Right now, flying out of Raleigh, North Carolina, the only day of the week that they have nonstop flights is on a Saturday. So that means you arrive in Las Vegas on a Saturday. I had to take a connection flight to get back home. And we went to some place called Midway in Chicago. It was the worst airport I had ever been in in my life. And I've been in foreign country airports. This was a shithole. There was tremendous lines of people. I have never seen anything like this before in my life. There was no comfortability. There was no seats. This was a horrendous airport. I was so glad that we were able to get in there and get out because we only had like 30 minutes between the connecting flights. I was able to get my luggage. So I consider myself to be truly blessed to make it through. But Las Vegas was good. The weather was much better. I would always say that from now on, as I get older, I do not want to see Las Vegas in the 109s. I'd rather see it in the 80s, low 90s or even less. If, if God willing, next time I set up my trip perfectly, I'll be between 75 and 85 is the high. Uh, I thought Fremont Street was kicking ass. It was beautiful experience. I enjoyed myself. I checked out Main Station Hotel, which I had never been in before. All these years I've been going, since 96, I've never been in Main Station hotel it's a beautiful old school hotel smelled good i got no complaints i love what they've done with fremont street it's like being in a village in the village in new york uh, it was a very nice experience my whole experience down at fremont made me rethink fremont i had thought that fremont had take a turn to the left and it was going bad but they seem to have pumped some money in there with the Circa, doing stuff at Main Street, doing stuff at California, doing stuff like that, that it was nice. Now, there are some hotels that I have no use for. Planet Hollywood, you get bothered inside, outside, as you walk through the casino by these uh, people selling these timeshares. They're very disrespectful. I actually got into one of my few arguments that I've ever had in Las Vegas with a clown who I kept telling, listen, dude, I don't need anything from you. I don't want anything from you. It's very racist how they approach black couples and leave white, Asian couples and Hispanic couples alone. You know, every black person that you see in Las Vegas is not looking for some kind of deal. They're not looking for some kind of bargain. They're not looking for some kind of freebie. My time is expensive. I have very limited time on this earth. So you can't pay me for my time. And you damn sure can't pay me with some fucking voucher for a free room in a place I never had any desire to stay because you want me to see your show where you're going to try to convince me to spend thousands of dollars to be somewhere I don't want to be. So, you know, what? my next trip, maybe I go in Planet Hollywood, maybe I don't go in Planet Hollywood because I'm not going out of my way To eat a $5 meal at Ocean One Grill. That's just not me. I can find food. I can afford food or I would not get on a plane and take my butt all the way to the West Coast. Because I'm being cheap. When I look at Vegas, I don't look at it as me being cheap. I won a couple of dollars here and there. I did bad on my sports bets this time around. I didn't get lucky like golf. I lost on football. I did some parlays. I lost on football. I lost my Yankees loss to Boston Red Sox, so I took a loss there, but I did hit some slot machines, 190 here, 200 there, 150 there, stuff like that, you know, so it kind of balanced itself out. I walked away feeling really good about my trip. I felt like everything that I did now get to do the first time, I got to do the second trip. I went and seen the conservatory, which was another different conservatory than I seen in the beginning of September. October, it changed. It was lovely. I mean, I don't even sit around for the volcano. I've seen the volcano 30, 40 times. It's not something that intrigues me anymore, so I kind of leave that alone. Uh, And if you don't know right now, Vegas cabs are in zones, so you pay a set price to go from the airport to hotel. They can no longer just drive you all around town uh, jacking up the fare, so you don't have to worry about that, at least for now. And from what cabbies told me, this is what's going to remain for quite a while. It was also nice being back in town and staying at the same hotel. People remembered me. So my service was bumped up because people had just seen me. Actually, people actually even remembered my name from the month before. I don't know why I left. Me and my wife left some kind of impression with them, but we did. And it's pretty cool. So I say if you need to get out of town, people are respecting the mass mandates If you can afford it and it's something that you like to do, I would say, yes, go to Vegas, enjoy yourself, take a long four-day trip, relax, don't make a bed, don't cook for yourself, and and go there, you know? So we got an issue in the United States of America. 4.3 million people resigned their jobs last month. There's something like 10-plus million job openings in America. Now, I'm not understanding how people are eating, paying their bills, their car notes, their insurance, putting gas in their cars when they are quitting their jobs at these rates. Where are they getting the money to, you know, survive? Where are they getting the money to maintain and pay their credit card bills? I mean, is Biden sending that much money to the parents each month where they don't feel that they need to go? and seek employment or maintain their employment. It's ridiculous. We have to fix this. We have to figure out how we can get our workforce back. Grocery in the stores are disappearing people. It seems like deliveries are not arriving like they once were. If, I don't know. Maybe where you are, your stores are stacked. I live in a good neighborhood. And my store struggled to stay stacked. Please reach out to me if you are not experiencing this or you co-sign what I say as far as this is concerned. I would like to hear from you on that. So I'm looking around and, you know, because I do a podcast, I maintain social media, I maintain Twitter, I maintain Facebook, and I maintain uh, Instagram. But. Facebook is a dying breed, people. It's like almost nobody has it. And people who have it are old school people. People don't seem to care. And yesterday, I kind of said goodbye to Twitter. I got into this Jason, this fat, bumpy, fucked up, race-baiting Jason Whitlock. And I said some nasty things to him and Twitter suspended my account. And you know what? I'm not going, I'm going to fall on my sword. I'm going to be a man about this and say, I own what I say. I meant what I say. And if it violates their, their sensibilities, if it violates their standards and codes, I don't deserve to be there. Like I said, I'm a firm believer in what's meant for you. Nobody in this world can take away from you. And so that means, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not meant for Twitter and Twitter is not meant for me. There's no spilled milk. I move on. But I'm just stating that if you look for Strange Talk with Doc show on Twitter and you see that it's disabled, it doesn't mean that I'm disabled. It means Twitter, this, this imaginary place where people go to bait and, and argue and get on each other's nerves. I'm no longer a part of that world and I'm fine with it. So, American Horror Story is heating up with these aliens. I think it's very good. I can't wait to see deeper into the show. See, right now the aliens seem to be kicking our ass. We don't seem to have any kind of answer for the aliens. And I don't want us to live with, you know, being a human. That's just the way it goes. Ted Lasso's last two episodes have come on since I've been gone. I'm going to watch those today. I've heard some things about them. I heard that there's just going to be like a shocking twist in Ted Lasso. I love the show. I can't wait for season three. The Walking Dead has went to one of its many season or season endings. This last season is 24 episodes. The, last, the first of the first eight ended. Uh, this character pope got what he deserved it's time to move on i'm really not into these reapers i'm not into these reapers at all i think they're garbage but it's going to come back in 2022 hills first season the wrestling show hills first season ended and i am hoping that uh this show is re-signed. I think that it's well done. I like the backstory of wrestling. I think it's fantastic. And the Wu-Tang, an American saga, this season has been so outstanding. It blows away season one. It is almost not like you're watching the very same show. Season two was so good. American Crime Story, The Impeachment, season three, is very good. There was an episode last night. Linda Tripp is now speaking to the Feds. She's releasing tapes on Monica Lewinsky. So this show is heating up, right? Bob Hart's Abishola, they have made it back to the mainland. And in the mainland, the boy stayed in Africa so far, so I guess maybe he's a student or whatever, and he can't be there full time. So now the show is revolving more about Bob, Bob's family, and Abishula, and Abishubu's family, minus the husband and the son. I enjoy that as far as a comedy goes. Saturday Night Live returned. The first episode was Owen Wilson. It wasn't that good to me. The second episode, surprising to me, Kim Kardashian West, was good. I thought that was much better written. I thought she did a decent job. She's no professional comedian or anything like that. I thought she did a very good job. Ordinary Joe, I tried my hardest with this show. I couldn't make it to three episodes. You know what, people? I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you. I don't want to see a show that's going to make a hero out of a cop so fuck ordinary joe his third occupation could have been anything else in this day and time of social injustice than a police officer we're supposed to be you know feeling a certain kind of way the audience about a white new york city police officer and it's just not flying with me Dark Side of the ring was very good I seen the Chris Canyon episode. Very sad how Chris Canyon had to be closeted and hide his uh, homosexuality from the world and what it did to him mentally, physically, and emotionally, and also professionally. Then the second episode I seen was Bikers, Bombs, and Balaam. Bedlam, the Johnny K-9 story. That was very good. I never really knew Johnny K-9. Uh, he's some Canadian dude. He wrestled WWE briefly as a jobber, but he has some success like in Memphis and places like that. Uh, if you don't watch The Dark Side of the Ring, give it a try. It's a very good show. Muhammad Ali, the Kinsburn PBS special, was fantastic. I definitely say see that. You're going to learn some things about Ali that you might not have known. You think you've known it all. But you know what, Ken Burns is great a documentary. He is the top of the food chain. He is the Mount Rushmore of documentaries. So you can buy into something that he uh, sells. The Law and Order's crossovers have been good. I am enjoying both. Organized crime, and I'm actually enjoying organized crime more than I am enjoying the Law and Order SVU because I am tired Every time we turn around, there's somebody that's putting roadblocks in the SVU unit's way. I mean, can't we just deal with the crimes and not deal with the melodrama? I prefer when these shows didn't have so much melodrama and it just stuck to who was the criminal. Let's bust the criminal. Let's get the criminal's ass in jail. But everything has to be a soap opera. What if season ended? What if is by Marvel? What if is exactly what it is? What if such and such happened? How would it change the Marvel universe? I thought this was outstanding. Some people came down on it. I don't know why. You know, I'm a casual Marvel fan. Do I know each and every character? Do I know everything that goes on in the Marvel universe? And do I treat them as though they're neighbors, friends, and families? No. Okay. Okay. It's kind of disturbing that Tony Stark's Iron Man is dead all the time throughout the series. That maybe Thanos doesn't have the power that he normally has. Thanos was treated like a bitch. Uh, like I said, Iron Man is dead every damn episode. Iron, uh, Captain America is no longer Captain America. But you know what? They bigged up some women in this show, and I appreciate it. We also had. David Chappelle, The Closer, come out. Now, this Netflix comedy special caused all kinds of uh, aggravation to the LBGT community. Dave Chappelle has the right to say what the fuck he wants to say. Dave Chappelle has the right to continue to do this intelligent form of humor that he does. Do... I believe that the LBGTQ community needs to get a thicker skin and that they're not above being talked about like every other group on the planet. Yes. Is Dave calling for them to be hurt, harmed, beaten, killed in the streets? No, he did not. You cannot twist anything he said into he's calling for violence. But. They have to be able to be joked upon like anybody else is joked upon. Black people aren't joked upon. White people, Asians, sure, we make fun. That's what comedy does. It takes things that sometimes are deadly fucking serious and makes funny observations out of things that would actually cause you to cry. And that's what a great, not a good comedian, a great comedian can take a something that is tragic and almost give you a ray of light inside that tragedy, that's the blessing that they have. That's what's meant for them. That's the gift that they were given, that they give to the world. So R. Kelly was found guilty on all counts of sex trafficking in New York. Well, now it's just time to wait to see what kind of book they throw at them. I'm figuring it's going to be the size of an encyclopedia, uh, it's got to be like a Britannia Cyclopedia. It can't be a a pamphlet. This man did dastardly things for a long time, and the fact that people have allowed this is disgusting. Bill Cosby's disgusting for backing him, saying he was railroaded. I mean, we have crazy people in this world, and that's just the way it is. You know, but we shall see. ESPN. U.S., I mean, the ultimate fighter will be on ESPN Plus this weekend. Aspen Ladd, who couldn't make weight a couple of weeks ago, is going to fight Norma DeMont. On this same card, you're going to have Andre Avalowski, Jim Miller, Soraya Banks, Eubanks. Uh, so I'm hoping for a decent UFC card I haven't seen one in like two weeks I was in Vegas when they did the Santos and Walker fight and so I was busy with other things so I didn't get to see that card and there was a card last week I just did not care about at all so Kyrie Irving refused to get vaccinated and the Nets had to finally come down on him and tell him listen dude since you can't play in home games we don't need you to be here part-time in us. We don't need you being here uh, with special privileges when we have a KD and a James Harding on the same team. How are we going to look them in the face and say, do y'all bust your ass and play every game? y'all bust your ass and practice all the time? Kyrie's going to collect his salary, and he's only going to be here on road games. You know what? He thought he was bigger than the game. The game told him, no, you're not. See, because he's not the only one. Anthony Wiggins tried to do this kind of move with the Golden State Warriors and his hand was forced. He said, you know what? I'm going to lose 17, 18 million dollars a year. And OK, I'm going to say that they're forcing me. But you know what? I'm getting the vaccination. You know what? if Kyrie is man enough to stand on his sword and say, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to play no more. Then don't play no more. It's not a birthright to be in the NBA. If it's meant for you, nobody could take it away from you. You have the talent to do it. It's not like they were trying to force him out of the league. They wanted him to be a part of something. Now, Kyrie wants to sit down and now act like he's the Muhammad Ali of vaccination. He is the voice for all the little people who have jobs in small places like, say, Southwest Airlines that are being forced to get or American Airlines and nurses who are being forced to get vaccination. You know what? It's for the betterment of mankind. This is what we got to deal with here. This is for the betterment of mankind so that we can move on, not individually, but collectively so that we can survive this. That's what we're trying to do. When you come up with numbers and you're stating things like 239 million people Affected. That's not just a block. That is a worldwide pandemic. This fucking nonsense. Bradley Bill, him, Wiggins talking about research. You're not researching anything. When you just research the word pandemic, fully understand what the word pandemic means. So Tyson Fury had his trilogy with DeAndre Wilder, where he won by KO in the 11th round. Now, people have gone apeshit about this fight. This is not the greatest heavyweight fight there's ever been. But was it exciting? Yes, it was exciting. Were they going at it? Yes, they were going at it. But there comes a point in the time, and me being a former boxer, where you could see that Tyson Fury's class and style was definitely something DeAndre could not handle. It was a matter of time. Especially around 9, 10, and definitely 11, you knew that eventually the war of attrition would take over and that Tyson was in no threat of losing unless he got caught with a, you know, a blind punch or something like that. So, congratulations to Tyson Ferry. I mean, those were two big dudes and they were throwing some serious leather. And like I said, it was entertaining. If you get a chance to see it, please check it out. If you have not seen it, and I just want to give a shout-out to Brian Danielson. I consider him a class act. For him to give love back to the WWE fans who helped make him into an international superstar, he might have been a star you know, on the independence before he got to WWE and spent 10 years, but he realized that WWE is where he met the mother of his children, is where he met his wife, where he became a rich man. Where he became an international superstar, where he became WWE Universal Champion. And it also opened the doors for him to be able to probably sign the kind of contract that he has at AEW. I mean, you know, it took him out of those uh, small, independent, uh, nothing places and put him on a national stage like WrestleMania. And for him to say thank you. When so many people always want to rewrite the past and make it seem like it was all bad. You know what? Sometimes the things that you do in your past set you up for the things that you are doing in your future. And you know what? Me personally, I just appreciate it. I thought it was pretty damn cool of him. So we know eventually we had to get to John Gruden, right? John Gruden had to resign as the coach of the Raiders after those emails surfaced. Now, here's my thing. He sent these emails to somebody. What was the response back to John on these emails? Was the response, hey, 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 that's funny. I feel the same way. Was the response, John, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you crazy? We need to find out. And so far, i found out that the National Football League's Play Association has subpoenaed that the responses be released to the general public because we need to know if there are other like-minded people sitting in league offices in high positions who feel like John Gruden does or even worse, maybe they doubled down on John Gruden and made it like, you know what? I would never hire a homosexual. I would never hire a female, you know, uh, maybe they said some racist shit themselves. So it's not John Gruden alone, I believe, in this situation. I believe that there are other people who are also feeding into this. And we need to find out, are uh, there some good guys or there's some other horrible men out there? Because if these men tried to correct them but didn't turn them in, then we can forgive them if they at least tried to correct them. <coughs> excuse me i mean ratting is not always the way you know what there's a learning experience when somebody says listen do you realize what you're doing and you need to straighten this out man i don't want to be a party to this and i can respect anybody who dealt with it like that so the falcons beat the jets in london this weekend the jets really disappointed me they were one of the teams who cost me money when i was in vegas when they played the titans and so we have a game also in London this weekend. But the Falcons beat them. The Steelers bounce back and beat the Broncos. I didn't think the Broncos was that good to begin with. The Vikings beat those poor Lions, man. The Lions just seemed to be snake bitten. They had victory in hand, and Vikings go down. They kick the field goal. They win. The Packers beat the Bengals. The Bengals are the king of overtime. These guys seem to go into more overtime games in the last two years. I'm willing to bet they've been in four or five overtime games in the last two years alone. The Buccaneers stomped the Dolphins. Buccaneers and Tom Brady look fantastic, and there's nothing else you could say about that. Bill Belichick and his Patriots beat another rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterbacks just cannot seem to beat Bill. It was a close game, 25-22, but they beat them the Saints beat the Washington football team. I almost said the other name and thank God I pulled back right before I said it. The Eagles beat the Panthers. The Panthers had the Eagles on the rope the whole game but in the end the Panthers uh the Eagles prevailed. The Titans beat the Jaguars. That was no game. Reuben My, I cannot wait for him to be fired. I think he's a clown and an abomination. I think he's done a lot of things wrong in college and his own five ass in the nfl let's see how the con family feels when there's something like 0 and 10 and they break the all-time losing streak record let's see how they feel then the bears beat the raiders the raiders come to find out with the john gruden thing we don't know what was going in that locker room but it didn't seem like they were invested in this game and it showed on the football field it wasn't like the bears were playing lights out but they beat them 20-9, to nine and it never really was a game. The Chargers and the Browns played a hell of a game. This was a Madden game between two guys who were not very good at Madden defense. I mean, it was like a 1,000 yards worth from of offense. I mean, we're talking 47-42. Uh, both quarterbacks played lights out, Baker Mayfield and Justin Herbert. So it was a very, very entertaining game with little to no defense. My Cowboys stomped out the Giants 44-20. The Cardinals held on to remain the only undefeated team in the NFL. They beat the 49-17. 10, the Bills beat the Chiefs 38-20. The Chiefs are actually under five hundred, sitting at 2-3. A little shine has been taken off of them. People are not going to be as afraid of the Chiefs because they see their one-trick pony, their offense only, their defense really stinks. The Ravens beat the Colts Monday night on a great comeback by Lamar. They were down 19 points in the fourth quarter, and they beat them 31-25. The Colts are struggling a lot more than I thought they would be, but it is what it is, man. The NFL is no joke. now. Thursday night game, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. I'm taking the Buccaneers. I just don't think the Eagles have the offense to withstand what the Buccaneers bring at them. We have another London game. So even if you're on the East Coast, you wake up to football at 9.30 in the morning and the people on the West Coast, they got a 6.30 a.m. game. And that game is the Dolphins playing the Jaguars. I have to take the Dolphins in this game. The Jaguars, I want to see them break that losing, uh, actually break the all-time losing streak. The Chargers, no, the Rams are playing the New York Giants in New York, but I got to go with the Rams. KC Chiefs played at Washington football team in Washington, and I think the Chiefs bounced back. The Chargers play the Baltimore Ravens, which should be pretty much one of the games, or if not, the game of the week. And this is a tough one. But you know what? I like the Ravens at home. The Vikings are going into Carolina to play the Panthers. I actually like the Panthers. I don't know if uh, Christian McCaffrey will return or not, but I'm hoping he does. Green Bay is going to beat Chicago in Chicago. The Bengals should beat Detroit in Detroit. The Texans should lose to the Colts in Indianapolis. And another big game, you got the Cardinals. The undefeated Cardinals are going into Cleveland to play the Browns, the much improved Browns. But for some reason or another, they still have not integrated Odell Beckham into that system. Jarvis Landry's hurt. I like the Cardinals. The Raiders are going to play the Broncos in Denver. I'm going to go with Denver because I don't know what the Raiders' mindset is. It's going to be a rough week answering a lot of questions that they don't want to ask or answer. My Cowboys are going up to New England to play the Patriots. We should be able to beat the Patriots, even though they have a good defense, they have no offensive, and we should be able to uh, take advantage of that rookie quarterback. I mean, we got Mr. Diggs, who is playing lights out DB. Right now, I have him as the defensive player of the year. Most people do. You got the Seahawks going into Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. I guess I had to go with the Steelers because Russell Wilson is injured, but I could care less about this game, and that would be the late game on Sunday. Monday's game, you got the Bills going to play the Titans I like the Bills to beat the Titans in Tennessee. And your bye teams are the Saints, the Falcons, the 49ers, and the Jets. And that's pretty much it. Now, I appreciate you listening in. If you have any feedback for me, please hit me up. It's fine. I don't care. Negative, positive, it's all the same to me. I learned from the negative. I appreciate the positive. But if it's real, I don't care <coughs> what it is real is good by me and i want you to just sleep on this meditate on this put this inside your heart and your soul if something is meant for you nothing and i mean nothing in this world can take it away from you you've earned it it's yours all you have to do is claim it say i refuse to accept anything less than what i deserve it is mine it's been ordained. It has been preordained. It has been blessed by a higher power and no man can take what God has given you. And I'm to say to you, like I tell you each and every time people, and I will be back this time on time next week, Monday at my normal time. Anybody ever wants to call in, reach out to me, go to my website. I have a QR code attached to the video you could just click on it it'll take you to my website you could reach out to me i'll give you the phone number where you can call in and we can talk about something that you might think that i was wrong about or you can cuss me out or try to cuss me out if that's what your desires are or i could even promote a product or event that you might have no cost to you just reach out to me And I'm going to tell you, like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours. From the first cup of coffee to the last light out, electricity gives us the power to get life done. But at Wake Electric, we believe our job is more than powering the everyday. It's about helping our communities thrive through economic growth, education and community support. We're here for you now with reliable, affordable, sustainable electricity and a vision for building a brighter future.